Yo, it's the most dope show. It's about that time to get live. Take a break from your eight to five. The mother guys don't have the ability to rip it. We kick it. Three guys on representing with the most killer spirit. And we coming with the jokes. So you better grab a good pen and pad for your notes. And forget the mother folks, cause we got the best quotes. Randolph does more than just jokers. He woke and he got the files. Tell Andy Klein to turn up the dial. I don't know where that boy Tim is now. Raising the daughter, he hella proud. Andy is straight up and Randolph ain't hip for racist. When Tim Miller hit, that got funny as shit. The sock puppets always be there to assist. Too many to name, but they all of the shit. I guess I could try. Love me some Frankie French. Milner and Mike B. Be lit. I cannot forget about Petey and Chris. JL Covan with them Trump impressions. Riding Cameron coming from the black guy who tips. That's a whole damn nation, so they always near. Pop, pop, bang, bang. Getting green, romaine. Three guys on sock puppet nation. Gang, gang. Yeah. <laughs> what up, Dominic? Puerto Rico, Suave. I know you thought I forgot about you, but I ain't gonna get about you, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Puerto Rico, uh, Puerto Rico, Suave. Talked to your husband now a couple times this week. I ain't talked to you, though. How you feeling? Good. I don't know if you can hear me or not. Yeah, now I can. Here. Now I can. Okay. Good, baby. I hope you've been doing good. I'm trying not to let myself get stressed over things I shouldn't stress about. Does that make sense? Yes. Yeah, put like this. I've learned over the years that's number one, that's easier said than done. Yes. And number two, a lot of times we know how to do the right things. We say the right things. But when you try to apply it to your own life, all of a sudden those rules become very difficult. Yeah, I know. Just yeah, just trying not to spiral. Ooh, trying, <laughs> trying. It's a process. Yeah, trying. I was just thinking about that today. That I'm, we're all still works in progress, even at my age. Still yeah, we're work in progress. Yes, if you're not progressing, like, and it only have to be towards a goal, but just progressing in, in character and. Well, and it's the process. thing of it's okay. the thing of it's 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 the thing of regressing catching yourself regressing addressing the why you regress and then moving forward does that make sense yes because there's been plenty of times that we'll regress and we won't do anything about the regression we won't even think about the regression no we won't and and i've learned over the years randolph just dealing with people and talking to them, when they get to that state, you know what they tell you? That's just the way I am. A lot of people use that as an excuse right. decide not to evolve right. and not to grow. Right. Because the thing is, a lot of people, they like it. And they yes. won't admit that whatever this is, whatever this is, sometimes it might be causing them harm. But it's something in them that likes that state, be it comfort, yeah. be it familiarity, whatever yeah. it is, they don't yeah. because. Once you break outside of that, you're walking into an unknown and people don't like unknown because you can't control Mm -hmm. it. You don't know what it is. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You don't know what you're walking into. And so that fear would allow people to, they'd rather be comfortable and be lacking and be without versus saying, you know what? I don't know what, what is going to happen, but I'll jump anyway. I have a tendency on, on a lot of things that like to, to be more like that. Excuse me, me and Roger have to balance each other out. Because sometimes I jump too much. You'd be like, oh, hold on, hold on. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Slow down, slow down. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm like, fuck it. He's like, no, we no, yeah, no. That's the thing about recognize that you that you're 
you're you're either listen we all talk about progressing like oh i'm a i'm i'm a work in progress no one ever says you know i'm kind of a work in regression <laughs> too no one ever says that it's a yin and it's a yin and a yang if you're progressing there's going to be moments in the progress where you fall back yes you have to fall back regroup and then try to move forward again yeah, and also, Randolph, the scariest part uh, for a lot of people that they don't want to accept, if you progress, everybody's not going to go with you. And that's the hard part for people to understand, be it family, friends, loved ones, sometimes some of the mm -hmm. closest people to you. It don't mean that you don't care. It don't mean you don't love them. But there are certain parts of your life, even in marriage, that you have to walk alone. Like, yeah. like your mate is there for support and things like that, but the actual process you have to go through sometimes just by yourself and that's very hard for some people to embrace that i have to literally go through certain things on in life by myself yeah you know and trying to think about that and try not to beat yourself up about it just try to keep progressing try yeah and that's a process you always Trying not to beat yourself trying. up. Uh, look, we're not all Andy Klein out here. You know? <laughs> I mean, I, I'm not, no. I'm, I neither progress or regress. I am. Uh, I'm, <laughs> I spin wheels. I mean, you know, but uh, I think a lot of everything is amplified now, especially with social media and people yes. becoming more self-aware. And you can watch people in real time regressing, you know, mm -hmm. like the not even people with like mental health issues, but just people who are clearly just uh, their values have changed and their behavior has changed and they don't necessarily know it because their circle around them has changed and gases them up and shit. And you can learn not just from your own regression, but from others, you know, and that's for, for me, I, I'm fairly observant about that stuff. So maybe that's where it comes from for me, but uh, I pay attention to how, people are and how they used to be all the time and, and try to evaluate whether I'm guilty of those things too. And sometimes I am, sometimes I'm not, you know, agreed. And I know like with me just over the years and uh, particularly our age with most of our life, eventually it's going to be reversed to this, but for certain people over a certain age, most of your life was offline prior to online, but it's going to be a time where we're going to cross a time where we're going to have more of our life is going to be online versus off. Right. And so doing this process, I've we've met people, became friends with people and got close with people and things like that over the years. And uh, because of that, you get to contact with different people, different personalities that you otherwise wouldn't contact. And so mm -hmm. I know for me, my personality began to change. There's things that changed around me based off of the group of people that I had around me. And at one period of time, I was very angry, like internally angry, particularly when Trump won office. I was extremely angry. And so, you know, people that know you know you offline, they'll be like, hey, they stop pulling your coat. They'll be like, hey, like, this ain't you. Like, it's a character change. Like, what is happening? He sent me down one day. He was like, hey, you're mad all the time. You're angry all the time. Mm -hmm. You're upset all the time. What is wrong? And that's when I had to evaluate. Oh, I'm I'm sad and mad and depressed about the election. Oh, I'm blaming, you know, the 53% for everything. Like I had, but but see that that takes that inter 
uh, perspective, like 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 looking internally. But the internet is the opposite of that. The internet is no 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 no. Don't look internally because if you start looking internally, you'll start changing and 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 you won't be on here as much, and you can't be miserable with us, and you can't be angry with us, and we can't use the same tricks to keep you in this emotional state. Like we can't do that anymore. And so for a lot of people, I've realized over the years, people that have progressed have taken a lot of their actions offline. Like a lot yeah. of those people are better for it. Like, like, like you can slowly see people slowly start that they're online, but not online as much. They're online, but they don't get in a lot of the discords. They don't get in a lot of the arguments. They don't get a lot of debates. They start seeing patterns. They start seeing the traps. They'll and, and then when they call it out, the people that are in the matrix always looks at them like you're lying and there's something wrong with you. No, you just don't see it yet. Or you just don't want to see it. Right. Right. That's it. Exactly. Yeah. Whatever your worst instincts are, there's a whole world at your fingertips that will Mm -hmm. reinforce those instincts. And you won't even necessarily realize that that's happening, you know? And, and I think we've all probably Fallen for it at times. Here's a here's another thing though, with for a little bit of just for a little bit of grace towards people. Yeah. Oftentimes you feel like you learn that whole world at your fingertips can also teach you that the the thing that you think of as your worst in your worst impulses, it's really not shit in the grand scheme of things. Right. Yeah. Yeah. The thing you think is like you're like, wait a minute, this is really not that bad. (laughs) But that's that can be its own trap too. Like it's it can be. Yeah. I've I've seen that with with addicts where like I don't have a problem. That guy's got Mm -hmm. a problem. There's always there's always someone else who's got a bigger problem, and you can say, Well, I don't need any help, I don't need anything because look at that guy. No, don't look at me. I say it in the I say it in the sense of Try not to, because of the the pit of beating yourself up, the spiral that comes with that is a whole nother level of spiral. The beat yourself right. up spiral, Mr. Maintaining. Well, I mean, but look, I look at it like this. Like, I, beat yourself up spiral is a whole nother level I, of I do, the neutral. I'm a great, I'm a great rationalizer. And, uh, and so I can rationalize my way out of anything that's my, there's a problem for me. Um, which I guess is a good or a bad quality, but even like I was thinking about stand up. I haven't done stand up at all this year, and I did two sets last year. Yeah, and granted, last year was kind of a, a lot going on and this and that, but I don't think stand up is over for me. I, I wrote a bit two days ago, so you know, it's still there somewhere lurking, but I haven't been doing it. But I also thought to myself, if I if I never do stand up again, if I if I have quote unquote failed as a stand-up maybe because i was looking at jl's feed because he everything is pass fail for him it seems yeah Um, it's no in between (laughs) yeah but even if i quote unquote fail as a stand-up i like the person that stand-up has made me Mm -hmm. see what i'm saying like it's exposed me to different people different experiences different points of view it's challenged me it's caused me to open up how i think about the world i like who i became because of stand-up now, had I just gone to work in an office and never done stand up, I'd probably like that guy too, because I can rationalize. But either way, like, so on one hand, you can see it as failure. On the other hand, you can see it as the success of me becoming who I am. Would that wouldn't have happened without the last mm-hmm. 20 plus years of experience, the things that I've experienced? And, and oh, I think about stand up has given me, stand up has given me, 
I'm married because of stand up. I have a child because of stand up. I met my wife through stand up. Um, I know gone. all of I know all of you except Mark because of stand up. Right. Uh, <laughs> Mark, but we count. know Mark because of stand up. I'm writing. True. I'm writing for somebody that I that I hold in admiration now because of stand up. I I got an Emmy nomination because of stand up. You know, stand up brought me to to all of that. Right. But also like for and me, also he, has hindered me in ways though. <laughs> you yeah. Know? Well, here's the way I look at it because, because I was thinking of it more of like the person I am, you know, like I've seen stand up turn people into shitty people. Yeah. The up has a way of taking your flaws and making them worse. You know, it's like, it, it has a, a, a way of doing that because it, it enables a lot of um, bad instincts and, and destructive lifestyles and things like that. So having made it through all that without, you know, regressing as a person with progressing as a person forget accomplishments. I don't have a lot of accomplishments. I don't have, you know, nominations and things like that myself, but mm-hmm. you know, I, I like who I've become because of the ex- things I've experienced, which are directly resulted of standup. So in that sense too, it's like, I like me and a big part of that is who I, you know, what I've been through. So yeah, and and also I think to for uh to go back to what we talked about before, the human mind is not a computer. A lot of people fail to realize that. So the human mind cannot absorb all the things that online gives it. And right. so a lot of people have an overload, like they are mentally overloaded by too much stimulation, like literally too much stimulation. And so sometimes you need to shut that stimulation off and shut it down so you can balance out. But that's very hard to do because the thing is, the stimulation is designed to keep you addicted. And I tell people, online, it's a drug. Either you take a little bit of drug or a whole lot of drug. Either way, if you have an account and you log in every now and then, you are on the drug and you are addicted. There is nobody that's not addicted, not unless you just are not on social media, nothing whatsoever. Like, you don't have anything, which is rare now. You're a functional addict. <laughs> yes, everybody, everybody's a functional addict because when yeah. you log online, no matter what the platform is, you're on it for a purpose and you're on it for a reason. On that narcotic. A of, yeah, a yeah. lot of it is to get attention. A lot of it is to receive attention. A lot of it is to be the center of attention. Whatever it is, you're on there. And or people- to judge. This is this is my this is something I saw about myself to judge people. Oh, right. In, in an effort to put yourself above. There's a whole. Like on Reddit, there's a there's a forum called Am I the Asshole, which is famous. Everybody knows oh, it. Yeah. And sometimes those things get popular enough where they get shared around to Twitter and other places. People screenshot those things. And it's interesting to see other people's lives and take a little peek into what people are dealing with and going through. But a big part of that forum is you get to log in every day mm-hmm. and call people assholes. And even if the person in the I am the asshole thing is not the asshole. You can say, well, the other person in your story is the asshole. So you can still call someone an asshole. And whenever I see that, those screenshots come over to Twitter, it's just comments with like, what an asshole. Fuck that guy. And because the whole thing is designed for you to go judge the hell out of people and yes. and by by extension, put yourself above them. Because I would never have done something like that, you know? I agree. I think for me, the the day I realized that, particularly with Twitter, that it was a drug, one day I was online and somebody had said something to me and I said something snarky back to them and then I blocked them. Right. And when I did that, 
I immediately got a high. I'm talking about like a super, it was like a super rush. I can't explain like, oh, that felt good. I was like, oh, no, 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 no. Like, like it was one of those things where if somebody hit a drug for the first time and they go, if I do this again, I know I will be addicted forever feeling. Yeah. yeah. I was like, oh, no, 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 no. And I, and I said, okay, this is the high that people get when they spiral online. This is the same high that people get when people justify bad behavior. They get this high. They get this push to keep doing it, keep going, keep doing it, keep going. And eventually you have to go higher to hit that same high. Yep. Right. So that's why the behavior gets worse and worse and the comments get worse and worse. And everybody tries to out dunk each other, outdo each other, out meme each other, out post each other. And so for me, that's when I realized it was drunk. And also I realized this uh, with COVID and even before COVID, a lot of people uh, were like me as a child. They don't have it's a lot of adults that don't have emotional um, balance. Their highs are high and their lows are lows. And online just just amplified these actions. Yeah. And sometimes they don't even have to be anything mentally wrong with you. You just don't have a balance to that. Like you, I know a lot of people in my family didn't teach me how to, if something bothers you, how to talk it out, how to analyze it, how to write. Like I didn't have these outlets. So you just had this outburst. And I thought that shit was normal because that that's what was all around me. But that's you have emotional damage. Yes. Yes. <laughs> that is my dude. Cause he pops out to know when some shit happened. He'd be like, emotional damage. <laughs> and a lot of people are, and they won't admit it and they won't address it. <laughs> emotional damage. <laughs> yeah, we don't know the long-term effects of all this. Uh, I feel like they're no, we don't. It's still so new. I cannot wait until my niece's generation gets in their 30s and 40s to become the scientists and the people doing the surveys. We're going to find out they're going to have a disease for Twitter, a disease for Facebook, a disease for TikTok, like like yeah. something. They're, they're going to be like, oh, you do this. And, and and we actually have a name for it now. Trust us, in the next 15 to 20 years, all these things that we're dealing with, all the mental anxiety, all the the emotional, uh, uh, e- emotional damage will have a word. Emotional damage. It will have a clinical word for it. Trust. <laughs> Yeah, we just don't know be, what it is yet. And there will be uh, d- varying degrees of it. <laughs> you know, like I got stage yes. four reply guy, you know, whatever. And <laughs> yes, I got stage, I got stage one tweet and whatever they're gonna call it. I just right. saw I just saw I got blockitis. Yes. <laughs> I saw somebody reposted a tweet, not in a good way, but they just wanted to see it. Uh, this is this tweet is from the white lady. Well, I'm assuming oh, is well, I'm assuming is black. The white lady. The black community is in dire need of strong, but I think she means it in a in a uh, in not in a in an ironic way. Oh, okay. The, the whole black lie. community is in dire need of strong black voices to represent them. Al Sharpton is a pissant sycophant working for the Jews. What is happening? <laughs> who made who made him into the charlatan? Who made him into the charlatan he is today? All. Black voices in D.C., all of them were created and given their position by who? Who tell them what to think and what to say. This needs to change before the manipulate us into a race war, which neither white nor black will win. But the will win because they outwitted, outplayed and outlasted us all. Who is this person? I don't know. 
why are we well, why the person, are we talking about that? The person who, why, the why are they getting who, run? The person who posted but you know what? said said that this has been said. This okay. I'll see you on a little bit. This anti-Semitic stuff has been said from the beginning of the civil rights movement. I was just thinking about this today. All right. What about the civil rights movement? Hi. <laughs> you know everything about it. Okay. I'll see you in a little bit. Oh. <laughs> I'll see you a little bit. If Mike's not on here. <laughs> she's, she said heat and four. It could be heat and four, actually. A, it's not looking good for Boston right yeah, now. But I, 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 heat might do it in four. Yeah. What's up with the feedback, Andy? Yeah. We got, well, uh, you know what? Before we, we, before we do that, last week. All right. Hold on, hold on. Ryan, Ryan, I don't know if you've, if you've gotten through the Some of Us yet. Are you reading it yet? No, I'm not reading the Some of Us yet. No, no, no. I'm not yet. Well, it's, just, it's interesting because the Some of Us has, there's large sections, I don't say large sections, but the sections in there about that very thing, about the, uh, the, the schisms that came within the community mm. between Irish people, Jewish people, Irish people and black people, Jewish people and black people, basically any immigrant group that was treated like shit until they realized, hey, you know, if you treat these more people like this, then, you know, they were taught taught this to put the schism between us. But here's the thing is that, you know, the immigrants chose to come here. We didn't. Well, yeah, that that too. And they also chose, as Heather McGee points out, you know, they chose to, to, they could have chose, we're going to uplift everybody, but instead they chose a system that was already in place that doesn't, yeah, they wanted to fit in. Yeah, exactly. You know, but they were offered, they were offered the choice, not all of them, but enough of them, you know, so. I, I'd even take it a step further and say is less that they wanted to fit in and more that they didn't want to fit out. Out. Yeah. It's really way. more of a survival mechanism thing. Um, because even within our community, we've had black people that have chosen that route. Mm-hmm. Possible just because America's so brutal on the people that that's on the outlier group. I was reading it while she was in her guitar lesson. I was like, well, let me do this in short doses. <laughs> <laughs> But <laughs> a lot of them going to get the shock of their lives when it comes to white superior white supremacy. It is pure Aryan race, and those they don't, are pure they don't Aryan think of race. it like that though. Not, but that's the thing; it's not really that yeah, though. That's what um, I agree. With whiteness, that. As a, whiteness as a construct is a is a morphing thing. It, it's like, fluid. Yeah, it's fluid yeah. and amorphous. Like, like it's, it's a lot of people that are considered white now. Yeah, we're not, and I don't mean like you're saying pure Aryan. I'm saying Irish people were not considered white. Yes, not and, at all. And the, the, now the, they are. Yes, yes, and, and this and my argument is Italians. Not, not not really my argument. I'm gonna say this. Yes, you are accepted into whiteness for now, but once they get rid of the LGBTQs, the Browns, and every once they check all these other people off their list, they're gonna start looking internally and turn on y'all too. No, I think you're thinking of. I know why you were thinking that. The reason why you're thinking that is because the example that you have is Nazism. Mm-hmm. That's what Nazism is. But this country doesn't move like that. This country moves in the underneath the movements of you can be accepted into whiteness if you aren't far aren't too far down the pigment chain, the 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 that wall matching paint scale on the thing. <laughs> not, you passed the paper bag test. Not too far down that. And you're willing to uphold the tenets of what this country does with white supremacy. If you're willing to uphold those tenets, which is um, black people are on the bottom always, 
that's one of the tenants and which and then from there moving up as long as you're willing to stay in the hierarchy you can be allowed into whiteness I also think the math have to be willing to stay in the hierarchy and you have to be willing to work for whiteness also, that we have in this country. I also think the math equation dictates that they won't be able to do it. Yes, because they're about like, to get out. Numbers. They need they need the numbers now in a way that they just didn't before. I and can they, can't, they can't they can't go back. Whiteness has to morph because. What yeah. whiteness really is about is the oppressing of blackness. It's not yeah. really, it's not yeah. really you essential. Can't have whiteness if you don't have blackness. Yeah. Right. Why do you need the nigger? As James Baldwin said, you yeah. need not you me. Need it. I, don't, I don't. Yeah. So that it. like the, all of this stuff is based on the need of the nigger, the, the person that you kick off of there. And the person is, you know, in this case, it's black folks. And you come here and you're Irish. How do you get out of being the N word? Uh, join us over here. We need to know. Yeah. And that goes, are, that goes to Bacon's Rebellion. <laughs> yeah. So I think that's why you won't see it. It's, it might be uh, something that they uh, want deep down. Yeah. yeah that, okay, I just don't okay, think they're yeah. ever going to. They It's unachievable now because of the framework of how they like look at how they how they win elections now. Right. It's taking a small group of people and then oppressing the larger masses voting power. Mm-hmm. So, so they're, they're taking in any numbers they can get at this point. That's why you see black people so successful now, if they turn GOP, yeah, like they honestly, successful. in their own way, GOP will allow a black person to be a white person in their but own you, way. But you have to be willing to yep. know, know your place yes. and elevate the tenants that they subscribe of white supremacy yeah it's and, it's and get paid well but it's a reason that we are now having black gop presidential candidates that make it more than like uh, you know make it they ain't going anywhere we don't i don't expect them to win but they yeah, make they it months and months and better. months into the primary what is that about mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying what is that yeah. really about and and I, and I do agree i i i think i feel that way because like you said that is the goal now, the goal may or may not be accomplished, but I understand that that is the goal. If they had their druthers, you're right. They just they won't have their druthers. At right. This point. They, it's it's right. too fucked up for them. It's too far. <laughs> they're too far. We're too deep into this. Now, the group, the group that should be the group that's in trouble is is um, the LGBTQ community. I say trouble. Yeah. But because there are a whole swaths of that group that embrace this shit. I'm like, mm-hmm. y'all don't understand the religion that you're dealing with <laughs> y'all don't understand I think, well so after trump i'd say every group is like that yeah unfortunately i and i and i'm i'm so mad about it because you lived under the same four years of government right. i did right. right and i look up and i see more black men more black women right or like how he get more more white women like right. more I, like that don't make no fucking sense Mm-mm. yeah to because me. whiteness is a hell of a drug yeah, I don't know. You know but then you just like, think oh, my move's going to be to align with them mm-hmm. in order to not be in their crosshairs. You know, right? Yeah, I right. guess so. Right. But eventually, you will be. So, what are we talking right. about? Here? If like, you're part of the if you're part of the gay community, like I see gay people turning on trans people. That's gay people turning on trans. Am I saying mm-hmm. that right? One oh, section yeah, of thing. the that's group is turning on another yeah. section of the group. I just want to know if I'm saying it right. I guess I am. Mm-hmm. Um. You know, the non-trans members of the gay community turning on the trans members of the gay community. They're grooming children. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? Right. (laughs) 
the fuck are you talking about? That was the same shit that was said about you, fam. (laughs) If if you want to talk about men in dresses grooming children, you need to look at the Catholic church. Church. I mean, (laughs) it's the same shit they were saying about you, fam. To get the eye off the Catholic church. Mm-hmm. And now you're going to turn on them and, and and Kirby's right. There are trans people turning on trans people. It's not just Caitlyn Jenner. We yeah. talked about that one not too long ago. There are trans people turning on trans people. Like, what the fuck are y'all doing? But it's no, you see well, black people the, do it. Then you should expect these other groups to do it. A few weeks own. ago, there was that um, video that we watched went viral. There was two women. One of them was trans talking about the trans one was saying that Actually, some slaves enjoyed slavery, yeah. that whole thing. Yeah. She's a conservative. She's trans. Uh, and and recently she started getting all this hate from conservatives. And she was it was like the leopards eating faces party tweet. You know, that yeah. she was like, oh, wh- but why are you coming after me? It's like because they st- you're still an outsider to them. Right. Yeah. Caitlyn Jenner just recently had something happen with, with her. And I want to say maybe Matt Walsh or somebody. Yeah. Yeah. But I think she so. was. She was espousing all this, like, you know, transphobic shit that she does now. You know, she finds these outliers or these, you know, pop culture stories about a trans person, you know, winning a biking event or something. And she starts, you know, misgendering them and all this stuff. And I think Matt Walsh, like Matt Walsh or somebody was was like, man, fuck that. You, we don't fuck with you either. And right. we're never going to. Mm-mm. Yeah. Matt Walsh <laughs> said Caitlyn Jenner is a trans Trojan horse trying to get us to ultimately accept gender ideologies, this tweet in a video uh, by embracing a slightly less radical version of it. Jenner is a man in every way and nothing will ever change that. If that's not a truth, he stands by. He's not a conservative. This is other conservatives saying this. And they were happy to use Caitlyn Jenner. Right. When it was politically expedient. And then now they'll just cast her aside. Um, Caitlyn Jenner, for her part, slammed Nike for its partnership with Dylan Mulvaney for being woke. Etc. Cetera, Etc. Cetera. It still doesn't matter, right? Because Matt Walsh still criticized Caitlyn Jenner. Right. Jenner's position is incredibly incoherent. Blah blah blah. So it's it, you can only go so far. And I guess for for a lot of people, it's like, well, I'll be a second class citizen on that side uh, because that's the side that's winning right now, quote unquote. And I'll just take my chances there. Well, Caitlyn Jenner doesn't like Caitlyn Jenner. <laughs> Caitlyn Jenner is not is not comfortable with Caitlyn Jenner at all. You know, or it could simply be that Caitlyn Jenner's a piece of shit. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, maybe maybe, always just be that. Maybe she's always had shitty politics, (laughs) you know. Mm -hmm. Um, Comments we got. Let's go. Let's start with an email from, uh, I believe she's in the chat, TPS, Miss Smart. Mm -hmm. Episode 1202, A Good Man. Uh, She says, 3GO crew, what it do? Love the movie idea. I have an iPhone 14 Pro and three walk-in closets full of clothes, size four to eight, about 13 good wigs and buckets of makeup. (laughs) 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 Let me know when you're ready to film. Oh, and Gabrielle Union or Sinai Latham. And as Ebony K. Williams, they aren't too old because black women don't age. Anyway, he owns the bus because he owns a transportation company. His homeboy, a former NFL player, does okay, security. All right. Okay, his homeboy, former NFL player, does security and recommended his company for secure, discreet transportation for certain okay. events. That's how he ends up with the contract for doing the shuttle 
to the Rock Nation brunch. <laughs> okay. All right. I can see this. But see, he owns the company, though. That's the thing. That I don't, yeah. like, the, oh, I don't like the owning the company. That's the only thing. He can't own the company. Not yet, anyway. That's a major plot point. Yeah, it's got to be at the end that he owns the company. Yeah, that's yeah. a major plot point. So he can't own the company. He drives for the company. Yeah. Right. He's still his homeboy could still do that. His homeboy could he could tell he could tell him and then he puts it in his boss's ear and then his boss sends him out there with one of the buses. Mm. That's how, I also think we uh we apparently have a person that wants to be cast as the sassy best friend that says I think so. Oh. And uh, my girl Nicole Nick Jew, yeah, she put her hat on Twitter. On Twitter yeah. so. <laughs> I think she could do it. I yeah. think she could. Uh, a TPS says, "I fully recognize that this is the type of dot connecting Tyler never does, and I long for." Yes, <laughs> uh, we would watch this as a family, the entire Black and Ally community. Listen, my mom, <laughs> aunties, grandmas, cousins, etc., would see this as must-watch viewing. Ooh. Also. Why haven't we gotten the coldest winter by Sister Soldier made into a movie? And where is the reboot of Rock? Looks directly at Rod and Randolph. What are y'all doing to make this happen? <laughs> a <reboot of> Rock. <laughs> no, 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 now, son. We get up. Yes, might be just for that line. <laughs> you, you know, people have a problem with his job. They're like, why he got to be a trash man? <laughs> trash man's a good job, man. They get paid well. Don't people know? I tell people they be turning their nose up. These people get be making bank. Would you would you be with a trash man? Does he own the trash? Does he own the trash? <laughs> he own the trash truck. <laughs> um, she says, I'm hoping Ebony just doesn't know how to articulate the importance of shared values and comparability. No, that's not what it is. We're gonna we're not gonna what we're not gonna do <laughs> is give Ebony an out. She said what the fuck she said, and then she came back and said this shit again and again and again. All she had to say was, I need a man who's equally yoked as me. And everybody would have been like, hey, that's fine. Then she turned it into the shit about the black community. And now and there's one thing about Ebony K. Williams that you cannot say she's not able to articulate. Yeah, she's actually quite articulate. (laughs) She's quite articulate. She knows what the fuck she's saying. Yeah. Um, And she said, is the bus driver going to share her long term plans? Has he ever has he even had cause to consider the things on Ebony's mind? At Ebony's level, she's likely not so concerned about benefits, vacationing in Florida or retirement because those things are taken care of. She probably cares which orgs joins and they do, do not stop at our Greek org or black things. Charity she donates to. Also, she can expand and strengthen her network so her kids can get into the right preschool, eventually get the right recommendation letters, internships, etc. Will her bus driver or any man understand the value of those things? Or will he believe that just because their household hits a 300k a year salary, they are set? If he is on the second of the second mind, he won't want to elevate his how to get how to get the hookup game. But will he learn his lesson quickly? Yes. Cool. No, that's going to be a struggle. Whether he's poor, middle class, by America's average, and not this expensive East Coast fuckery, rich or generation generationally wealthy but stingy AF. Cheers. P.S. Yes. Prezi Joe, that's Joe Biden, I guess. Prezi Joe, <laughs> he and I got way back so I can call him that. Spoke at Howard's graduation. President Obama was also yeah. a commencement speaker, came while he was in office. We I stayed that. with the heavy hitters. I guess it makes sense. It's in DC. I remember mm-hmm. that. Obama spoke there. He spoke there. Chad Bozeman spoke there before he, he went passed. to Howard. Yeah. Yeah. And he went to Howard. Didn't graduate. Um, 
talked about that. And I think for Ebony K. Williams, wanting a man with a similar salary and all that, that makes sense. Although those might not be the things that she should be valuing in a relationship if she already is bringing those things. Uh, maybe she can value just a good man. You know, yes, uh, she says Oprah. One that did Michelle Obama. Did she speak that shit? Uh, Michelle probably did too, didn't she? I'm assuming. She I would think so. Yeah. We got a comment from Mark. That script creation session was great. Everything that I want to believe a writer's room does in a world <laughs> where this movie gets made because Tyler. That's exactly. Robinson. He did graduate from Howard in 2000. I will put that out with a bachelor of arts and degree in directing. Mm. Jack Bozeman, you mean? Yeah. Uh, Mark B says in a world where this movie gets made because Tyler probably has a freeware version of chat GPT writing his scripts anyway. <laughs> would you actually watch this movie? I need this with the satire intact. That's why I tune in here. So <laughs> would we actually watch it is the question. I mean, we watch a lot of shit. <laughs> we watch a lot of shit why wouldn't we watch this we basically just last week we did mystery science theater without the movie showing <laughs> i'll tell you what movie we were better than what was that movie where the uh the family moved next to the white woman rod the white girl from hustle and flow who's now crazy looking yeah y'all watched it and talked about it she was a neighbor she was like, oh a, Oh, oh, that horrible ass movie we talked about it on here. Yeah, today. God, that movie was terrible. What was that called, though? Karen, I think it was Karen? called Karen. Yeah, it was called Karen. Karen. Yes, <laughs> I remember that bullshit. That oh was her. That shit can get financed and made. Our little opus to, to, to love, Ebony, Ebony, Ebony can get made. Good. <laughs> yes, I remember that. Three little Ebony is what we would call it. <laughs> We have a comment why, on YouTube because I like because it's close to three little girls. <laughs> comment on YouTube from Samantha said, "With all this Chat GPT talk, I thought Randolph would have got, given us his common AI impression. I missed that. <laughs> God, God. <laughs> I haven't done that in a long time, but I love my AI. <laughs> like, why do you keep saying it like that. <laughs> It's the best. I look forward to that. I hate that they don't play that commercial as much. Every time I play it, I giggle. And we got uh, an email from Stefan, who we didn't we didn't get to this one last week. It's kind of long. Um, so this was uh, sent to us a week ago. Stefan said also that the email is titled Soul Grifters Inc. LLC. He says, uh, where few. W-H-E-W. Where do I, where the hell do I begin? Well, guess I'll start with my least favorite topic besides where are you from originally? Dating. I must preface this by saying I haven't been dating or in a relationship in quite some time. Okay. And looking occasionally, I just haven't let it bother me like it did when I was younger, looking for a type. Ebony Williams and her contemporaries, much worse than her, to be fair, do this thing in regards to dating that has been difficult to unsee for so long which is a, quote, hustler type of guy, gal, or non-binary person. Hey, let me just let me just stop you right there. When it comes to dating, you need to take Ebony Williams out of the equation. What Ebony Williams wasn't talking about was the dating. What she was talking about was pathology of Black people. That's the problem with Ebony Williams. She took it beyond just dating. She took it to something completely different. 
that's been my problem with her from the from the get go. Everybody wants to turn and make it about dating with her. It ain't gonna do with dating with her. It has to do with weird thoughts she has about what blackness is and what what black people are striving to do and what we're not striving to do because all we get is C's and D's. I get that yeah. kind of shit. <laughs> <laughs> that kind of shit. That's a problem. You know. Go ahead, brother. Um, okay, where was I? okay? Yeah, hustler type of guy, gal, or non-binary person promoting a persona of being luxury versus normies. I guess. Um, that's always going to be the case. There's always some fucker promoting how you need to get like this person to be with someone, get plastic surgery, talk proper, lose weight, smack someone's ass like Charlie Murphy or DC Curry, etc. All of which you shouldn't do because it's just not cool. And it's nothing more than a head trip. It does nothing but bring up a shit ton of insecurities as body and body's dysmorphia straight up. Then, of course, what Ms. Williams did, which is why I really don't dig this shit, the misplaced perception of jobs Yanla did present the question, so I don't put that on her. When Ebony said the shit about the guy needing to own the bus, told me enough about how materialistic and performative all of this is. She's absolutely entitled to that kind of person and the luxuries and so forth and props to Rod for saying this. I could never really put it so succinctly as he did on TBGWT and 3GO. This shit is discriminatory. I've never even thought of it that way yet, considering there's a shit ton of date X, Y, and Z content that satisfies no one online. It's pretty clear to me that just how massively fucked up it is from all sides who do this for a living or not. Fuck them all, I say. Um, this is I a long that, one. So. I guess that makes me problematic for not wanting to date a Republican. <laughs> <laughs> Mark I went on a date. Say that out loud. Mark went on a date with a woman who said she was Republican 10 minutes in, or she felt Republican 10 minutes in, and he got up and left. I don't blame you. (laughs) It's just dating is discriminatory by nature. And then you start publicizing that shit to the rest of the world, like you're prescribing it to them. You're going to end up looking fucked up. It's just, I don't mind you being whatever it is. Just keep it to you. I don't want to know your pathology behind that shit. Like if, if Ebony K. Williams never dated a bus driver, none of us, would have said shit because none of us would have been clocking it. None of us care. None of us have been. I've never had that question come up in a conversation in my life where I've been like, "Uh, notice you don't seem to have dated any bus drivers. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Everything all right, sis? You want to explain that one to me? (laughs) Nobody really cares, so just keep that shit to yourself. You got a problem with bus drivers? <laughs> you think you better than me? Actually, yeah. Yeah. yeah, and then yeah. you take bus driving and turn it into some a whole other shit. Yeah. <laughs> There's a whole other shit. I'm like, why are we talking about this? Nobody uh, Stephane, cares. Stefan says they aren't doing it for the grace of black people. Even Kurt Russell's RJ McCready from The Thing can see right through that shit with <laughs> crazed paranoia, burning imitations like he was making turkeys. Couldn't help myself with the graphic reference, but yeah, that shit bothers me. Even the fact that she's an ex-Fox News personality is a bit of a tell, but I think that judgy-ass personality is in everybody, regardless of party. Some parent probably projected this shit onto her, and she never outgrew it and used it as some gross motivation to drive her to be the condescending, stuck-up asshole that she is. Really hate when anybody asks about some shit that's otherwise private or personal. People are trying to grow beyond that high school bullshit. People won't let them let them because deep down they're insecure and empty, maybe worse than people trying to just live. Yet people need content, just gross. Speaking of gross, Anderson Cooper then sold his soul to a once proud upstanding channel that used to be CNN for more Trump. I didn't even watch the town hall. 
he didn't even do the interview during the headlights rock star caitlin collins interviewed that son of a bitch he said those words on a teleprompter on his 360 show career if you're her yeah she got a show and now she's got a show so yeah well she had the show leading into it they she they were already pruned this was the show was supposed to launch her into and now come see her show yeah guess what that's what i'm saying this all feels like part of it like it's not spontaneous like this was part yeah. of the oh no, this was part whole, of the for yeah. her. Yeah, they're trying to yeah. elevate, and she's a piece of shit too, yeah. by the way. So uh Stefan says uh with Anderson Cooper, this is you now. We're not in a silo where we don't want to hear differing opinions, where his voters want us gone since they're so scared of the demographics of this country. Cooper sees it, Caitlin sees it, Christopher Licht's sorry ass sees it. Obviously, David Zaslov sees it. They don't want to care about the sanctity of sanctity of the country. Since their ratings and integrity is down uh, in the proverbial shit, or can't believe I'm saying this, Fox News has more integrity than CNN. Slow down, Stefan. Uh, <laughs> Fox News has many things, even Craven. They seem to have a sense of we shouldn't do this, especially mm-hmm. with all the shit they've been through, which they deserve all the smoke, even their low-key laughing at Ted Turner's baby. Um, yeah, I don't know if Fox News has more integrity. I think Fox News goes whichever way the wind blows on the right. Yeah, I think also lawsuits go. Yeah, I was gonna say they fucked around and found out. So let's yeah, not. Yeah, I'm like not give them too much credit right now. Yeah, the we shouldn't do this. Yeah, on Fox News. That's like saying Grant Williams knows not to talk trash to Jimmy Butler. <laughs> right. Like, right. Yeah, he he knows now. Now, yeah, now, <laughs> now they know not to do this. You don't and get do no know, credit. <laughs> we know from their private text that a lot of these Fox personalities don't believe that shit. But the fact that they're saying it anyway is a lack of integrity. Mm. Even though they know they're they're full of shit, they just say it to you know to feed the the animal of of right wing politics, I guess. Um, Stefan says, "Can Trump get reelected? Of course he can. Whiteness is more fragile than Aaron Rodgers' goodwill. <laughs> Guilt scares them to the point they'll return to the default of fuckery. Not just well-meaning conservatives, but their liberal counterparts because it affects them all. Do I think CNN can recover?" Because of that town hall, no, I don't. Like, sure, in the interim, they did get a bump, but that Trump narcotic is stale and needs a new formula. Those who are still on his coattail still ride with him. There's even a limit to Donald's ascension. The GOP is going to keep doing things to kill voting momentum, but Biden is made of Teflon. That's why they're they're now running against Kamala Harris, by the way. Biden is made of Teflon. Uh, Eat that shit for breakfast. Obviously, Teflon isn't exactly healthy for you, but Biden can handle it in a way his contemporaries can't. And if I see another white liberal blaspheme, I'm not not Trump on Twitter, throw their tight asses and getting their collective asses whooped like the Guardians did in the high evolutionary in the latest film. You can't perfect perfect. This is life. Stop doing that high mighty shit. It's why you turn off the people you claim you need. That's also massively outdated playbook by the left, and those geniuses haven't learned a thing. So go join Matt Taibbi's bitch ass and don't do shit. This shit only works for so long, but I digress. If CNN employees develop a spine and just leave, I get it. Cooper's going to have to talk with the Vanderbilt estate to buy whatever semblance of soul back. It's been over eight years of this insecure mofo being the limelight because President Barack Obama hurt his fragile feelings and the president's at the president's dinner in 2011. The soul of a network has been bought, and I don't mean Warner Brothers, Discovery, which has made lots of terrible decisions in between some good ones like game theory, for example. CNN soul is gone, dormant. They've picked a side. They can they can say we're doing it for both parties all they want. This is you now. Now we're just awaiting the mass exodus. Y'all take it easy. You so, too, bro. Thanks for writing mm-hmm. in. Yeah. Stefan always has a lot to say. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, CNN is getting worse ratings than um, news. Oh, yes. Yeah. They, they fucked it off. So yep. they're uh, yeah, struggling. Yeah. It's that thing where you please, you try to please two masters, you can't please anybody. Yeah. So you end up pissing off everybody. Yeah. So everybody ends up leaving. Yep. Yep. Uh, did you guys see? I guess we saw it in the, we had it in the group chat, the video of the city council member who got, fell asleep on crack. Yeah. We saw it in the group chat. We didn't talk about it here. Bring it. Yeah, he was he, he was in his car asleep and apparently on crack and there's a crack pipe in his car and everything. Like that. <gasps> he just oh, went no. through a divorce, guys. They said, it was, they said it was like crack. Yeah, so 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 crack is where you go with it. <laughs> and I went with bourbon. <laughs> See, that's where you fucked up. Yeah, said it was like <laughs> said it was like crack and fentanyl too. Like, yeah, fentanyl. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Jesus. He was, he was yeah, it's he, he's not a, he's not about that dollar store crack. He wants no, that extra man. kick. He wants that, that real kick. narcotic. Mm. He got he got uh, caught behind the wheel. He was like on the in the middle of the road. This ad is playing. He's in the middle of the road, like passed out in his car. I mm. mean, damn! I read the social media crack in that. <laughs> right. It's just, you just check your, just scroll through while the light is red. Right? You, know, you get your little hit. If I want to calling for a, want to do some fentanyl, I'll just get the Sprite from McDonald's. <laughs> right. <laughs> that get you the high. With a growing chorus calling for a Cranston City Councilman to give it up following an embarrassing DUI arrest caught on the cop's body cam. It follows a 911 call this week that found this? the Cranston Republican passed out in his car. Hello again, everyone. I'm Gene Valicenti. I'm Patrice Wood. Police also say they found evidence of drugs in his vehicle. NBC10's Joanna Boris spoke with the city's mayor, and she is live in Cranston with details. Joanna? Mayor Ken Hopkins says he's known Riley since he was little, and after seeing this body camera footage that we're about to show you, says he's publicly calling for him to resign from city council. Cranston police body camera video shows city councilman Matthew Riley passed out cold in his car. I've never seen someone on crack in my presence. Is this like the normal crack look, just like out, mouth open? Can be. I don't think so. Mm -hmm. I don't know. He took a nod, boy. Our video I've never seen city it. City Councilman Matthew Riley passed out cold in his car Monday afternoon. After a few shakes from police, he jolts awake. Oh, you were literally choking in your sleep. Somebody flagged me down about it. Oh, I have sleep apnea. I'm sorry. Well, and then you have a crack pipe in your hands. This afternoon, it's not Mayor about Ken the sleep Hawkins apnea. It's about that you're in the in the middle of the road. You tell me. I have sleep cracknea. <laughs> it's, a, it's a new version. Yeah. Uh, also, did he buy the crack in that suit and tie? Because that right. feels like an odd exchange. And who sold it to him? He looked like somebody like me to yeah, like, have the crack. I'd be like, like you don't get away from me. You wearing a wire? <laughs> right. <laughs> like yes. he don't got the he don't got the crack aesthetic at all. Like I just peep him if he roll up in the hood looking for two for eight ball. It's like who's selling it to him? <laughs> That's my question. Hey, gentlemen, does anyone have any crack I can buy? <laughs> yeah. No one's going to sell to that, too. Maybe that's his pitch. Is he show he introduces himself as your councilman and then slowly works into wanting some crack. Yeah. Can I <laughs> like, hey, can I get your vote, Councilman uh, Matthew Riley? I just haven't noticed you gentlemen on the corner here. <laughs> How do I feel about uh, drug laws? Well, I'd like to buy some crack if that answers your question. <laughs> yeah. I like to buy a crack. Like I said, that'd be me. They'd be like, ma'am, you don't even know the, the language. Get out of here. Beat it in your sleep somebody flagged me down about it oh i have sleep apnea i'm sorry well and then you have a crack pipe in your hands 
this afternoon. He still had a, he had a crack pipe in his hands. Okay. He hit that pipe at the light and wow. then it knocked him out. The light turned green. He was stuck there. That's some good ass crack. That's, that's a fast acting crack. Mayor Ken Hawkins. Am I getting directions? What's happening? Yeah, what's going on? Someone Google mapping something? Somebody, yeah, that's me. That's okay. me. Oh, okay. <laughs> need, um, soccer. I got a soccer game that I'm heading to. Oh, left on Boring Street. Uh, I was like, what the fuck is up with this article? <laughs> it literally took a left turn. I think I'm gonna make the. I think I'm gonna make the second half. So I'm looking. Right off Google, the where to buy crack around me? And Google was like, hold on, say no more. <laughs> I got you. In 40 seconds, this article takes a left turn. <laughs> In seven minutes, wake up. <laughs> <laughs> You're still there. Now turn left. Afternoon, <laughs> Mayor Ken Hopkins joined the city council president and the Cranston Democratic Committee in publicly calling for Riley's resignation from city council. Uh, six. Why does anybody have to call for your resignation when you get caught? <laughs> like that, a, you just you directly resign. I need to resign. Yeah, he's got to step. He's just he's got to say, look, guys, I. uh I have a problem and I'm going to go to, to your office and start packing shit up. Let me just pack <laughs> up. Anybody see, see my box of crack pipes? It's around here <laughs> If you have shame, you will. If not, you'll fight it to the end. You know how white hey, you are. There's no way around this. Why are you quitting? <laughs> uh, they call me taking a crack nap. <laughs> He's got too much stuff as a crackhead. To, to quit. I wouldn't quit yet. <laughs> this ain't even close to rock bottom. You still got a car suit. A nice car. That's a fairly new car. <laughs> yeah. Like, bro, you, you, you just, could, I actually think you got, you could get another six months to a year out of this. He just started. So, yeah. <laughs> I can beat this. I can beat it. Addiction is a terrible thing. Y'all can't throw me away just because I'm an addict now. <laughs> There's probably little little bits of crack all up under the seats and in the floor mats. Just I can't wait for the next count the next city council meeting. That's gonna be <laughs> awesome. That's in the best interest of the city, his constituents. I also feel that personally it's in his best interest for him, for his family's privacy, and for the constituents of Ward Six. Body camera footage shows Riley asking if he's going to be arrested. Are there any drugs in the car or anything like that? No, no, nothing. An apparent lie. According to the police report, <laughs> officers say they found crack laced with fentanyl along with other drug paraphernalia while searching his car. Yeah, is that like a right. What is that? Look like a laced with a fentanyl. Was he acting surprised when they started searching? <laughs> like, nah, it's no drugs. Oh, shit. That, what is that? Crack? Come on. Crack? I've never even heard of that. No, that is wow. <laughs> I didn't know they test drugs in K cups. What well, don't? Well, don't throw it out. You know, like just... <laughs> <laughs> look. If you don't want it, I'll take it. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't the crack that knocked him out. It was that fentanyl that. Yeah. <laughs> God, I wish the Chappelle show still existed because a Tyrone Biggum spoof of this would be. Um, <laughs> oh, yes, it would be. Tyrone Biggum's is a city councilman and fucking giving speeches. Ah, oh, that would be the best. It's just a little crack, baby. <laughs> According to the police report, officers say they found crack laced with fentanyl along with other drug paraphernalia while searching his car. I think there's a little bit of fentanyl in there. Yeah. All right. Riley Tony. You think there's a little bit of fentanyl in there? It only takes a little bit. No one has a lot that? of fentanyl. Who said that? Did the cops say that or did he say that? I think the cops said it. Matthew Riley in the back of the car, like, oh, y'all meant drugs. Oh, uh, yes. <laughs> Yes, there's drugs in the car. Okay. 
Oh, illegal. Oh, okay. yeah. Of I, course. I, thought y'all was, I thought y'all was talking about like Pepto Bismol and shit. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't have those taxes. No, it's all kinds of illegal drugs in there. Yeah, yeah. Oh, right. yeah. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not, it's not like a CVS in there or anything. If that's what you're asking. <laughs> you got a fungus issue? I can't help you. All right. But... <laughs> a little bit of fentanyl in there. Yeah. All right. Riley telling police. It, it, was, a, it was a relapse. I clean for 13 years. Uh, just went through a really, really okay. That's how he keeps his job. 13 years clean. That's how he keeps it. But job. now he's copying to a former, a previous crack addiction too. Yeah. Well, you don't got to tell nobody about what you used to be addicted to. You don't yeah. have well, to said, tell him. He said, I'm clean 13 years. It's body cam. <laughs> it's like, he now said the only it, thing is his credibility is a little shot. As he just told us there were no drugs in the car and he had not done crack. That's well, right. now, Rod, listen, <laughs> he was, he was a, a frightened. He was, he's a little, dis, he's a little discombobulated. He just, he just smoked some fentanyl. I mean, they just woke him up. Yeah. <laughs> so. Do y'all think the UPS man in the back called the cops on him and sat there and waited till they showed up? <laughs> Filmed the whole thing for TikTok. <laughs> yes. Yes. What can rocks do for you? <laughs> ah. Oh, is there any drugs in the car? No, I smoked it all, man. Yes. <laughs> Of course, there's not. It's all. Hey, I mean, if you find something, let me know. <laughs> right. I'm pretty sure I got all of it, though. <laughs> I think 13 years. Uh, just went through a really, really bad divorce recently. Now, I want verification of the divorce. They didn't mention it in this article. Maybe it's like if the divorce was like seven years ago, he can't keep riding that shit. Mm-hmm. It better be recent, like a COVID divorce. He's going through the judicial system. Ah. Hopkins says Riley has brought up his struggles with addiction in past city council meetings. Okay. Unfortunately, based on what I'm finding, uh, he's had a relapse, and it looks like uh, he's going to go back. I think he may have started to go to to some rehab programs immediately, and that was my okay. suggestion. Hmm. Well, that's how he keeps his job. His numbers, but no one has called me back. Is this like his first relapse? Uh, she tried to call his phone numbers, but he didn't call back. He didn't pay the bills. Probably what happened. Oh, his family members. I think. Oh, he's so family tall. members. Okay. I must say, if it's his, he's so tall. But they they know he on crack. They're not answering. <laughs> right. Is this about the crack thing? Uh, we can't. No comment. No comment right. about the crack thing. Uh, they should have yeah. ended that news report with with uh, you had a bad day. You know, so you had a bad day doing that crap. Gets better, buddy. <laughs> yeah, that that picture right there. I've never seen someone like that. I've yeah. never seen a crack. Oh, That's like a heroin knot. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, this is why I'm scared. I don't know enough about drugs, man. Uh, yeah. Mm-mm. I'm good. I'm good on that right there. No, I'm scared to crack track because it looked like you get the best sleep of your life. Well, he also said, "Yes, that's what you really addicted to is going to bed on time." He also said he has sleep apnea. This is more right. like narcolepsy. Like apnea doesn't just make you fall asleep. Yeah. <laughs> They're yeah. like you were snoring. It was like oh, that's the apnea talking. I do oh, wonder if he's ever been pulled over and that worked. Is that why he right. wanted that lie? <laughs> right. <laughs> the first time they let him go, like I don't know, I'm not googling sleep apnea. All right, yeah. brother. Well, you <laughs> <he's> safe, right? <laughs> uh, the snoring is incidental to this traffic stop. That's not why we're here. No one complained that you were snoring too loud in the left lane of this road. It's about the uh, the sleep you got, and and he woke up pretty quick too. They they jolted him away. He woke up pretty what, quick. What party is he in? 
I don't Republican. know. Let me see. Republican? Yeah, he's Republican. This sounds, this sounds very Republican-ish. He's Republican. Okay, so as a Republican, he should be like, listen, y'all know how we against being woke, right? <laughs> I took it literally. Right. I'm, I'm so anti-woke. <laughs> I'm so anti-woke, I take fentanyl. Right. I don't want to ever be awake. Oh, no. Well, it looks like he was in a parking lot, at least. Yeah, sort. It looks like he's just, yeah, maybe those are parking spaces, those lines. But someone saw him passed out behind the wheel. <laughs> and they're like, yeah, this is not, something's not right here. Yeah, they was like, what is happening? The car's still on. Next city council meeting, he's going to be like, uh, so we can't even park our cars and do our <laughs> own crack now. Mm-mm, they're going to pass That's what we think this city needs. Oh, we got big government cracking down. He's going to turn this into his campaign ad. He's going to do a 180 like he's going to lean into the crack. I was minding my own business. We need to defund the police. I've seen the light. He's all about defunding the cops now. I've seen the the light. <laughs> and the end the woke war on drugs. Yeah, it's time to end this. Okay. <laughs> what we're not gonna do is start arresting upstanding citizens. <laughs> a little bit of just drama. because I'm taking a nap. Just taking a crack nap in the yeah, parking lot. Take naps freely in this country. Minding my own business. You know, we I don't own the planes that brings the crack over right. here. All right. I didn't go up with no silver spoons, Ms. Hawkins. <laughs> Are we not a land of laws? <laughs> he is a, an attorney, by the way. He's a licensed attorney in the state of Rhode Island. Yeah, not much longer. Wow. Longer. Yeah. Yeah. Not he run, oh, he runs his own private practice. Imagine you hire this guy to handle oh, some man. shit for you, and it turns out he's a crackhead. Yeah, he's gonna lose his license, dog. I can see that. I'm pretty sure the bar got something. <laughs> something about crackheads. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Probably caught, getting caught. I'm sleeping. pretty sure that's that's written done well. And, I, and, and here's the thing: I don't think there's there's people who are out there who are functional crackheads. Mm-hmm. Right. I'm, I'm just like saying, this guy. If you pass out of the light, you're not a functional crackhead no more. Well, he you was just looked into the light now, Rod. Again, Rod, I'm not gonna let you slander this man. He wasn't out <laughs> of <the> light. <laughs> he had slid into the unfunctional into the dysfunction. He was in a parking lot, minding his own business. <laughs> just because that UPS man didn't like it. <laughs> don't mean he yeah, was wrong. Might have, might have saw him hit the pipe and was like, nope. <laughs> that don't mean he was wrong now. Y'all see what you see what TPS said? Like, Are yeah. you well, crackhead yeah. if you haven't sucked dick yet? <laughs> yeah, we don't know. I mean, well, we that's, know. How you know, that's how you know you're a functional crackhead. Yeah. <laughs> I worked with a functional crackhead for a while. I worked with she was my She was my manager at McDonald's and she... Mm-hmm. I mean, she made it work. <laughs> she, that was before fentanyl, though. I think she just stayed away doing from the, heavy the fryers. She, she was doing 80 hours a week, and I wondered how, but now I know. Right? It was made a lot of sense when they told me. I was like, oh, yeah, you know, she smoked crack. I was like, oh, say less. Particularly in the food industries, a lot of the managers, you'd be like, what is y'all doing? There's no way you could do 120 hours in a week. This is his his little uh, picture on their city website. He's got his, his wife not in it. 
His wife ain't in because he's getting divorced. All his contact information. Yeah, divorced. They were yes. like, stop calling our number and emailing she us. Let him, she let him take the kids. That's out. No more his, taking his the kids His wife is watching his body cam footage when he talks about a divorce. She's like, well, how am I in it right now? <laughs> like, I yeah. Blame me for this. The next family court. No, ain't going to be no more taking them kids anywhere. You know that, right? That's exhibit A in the next <laughs> family court meeting. She has sole custody. <laughs> hit play, uh, your honor. <laughs> why am I? Why do I want full custody? Go ahead, hit play. <laughs> Turn on the news real quick. Right. Hey, maybe you should Google him real quick. You want to Google him real quick? Can I share a screen? Can I share a screen? Can we do a recess while you Google him. It's only gonna take five minutes. <laughs> yeah, he's. Uh, I don't know if he stepped down yet. I guess not. Um, and poor kids. I hope the. I hope they. They classmates don't watch the news. You know their yeah. parents. So. Yeah. Your daddy being a crackhead is a. Yeah. Oh, he's one. got his kids' names on the on his little bio yeah. too. Of course, oh, no. Gracelyn and Lena. Mm. Of course, but you can always sell it to the kids as this is this is a moment of how you get your life back together and all that kind of shit. What you can't do is sell it to your ex-wife in any way, shape, or form. <laughs> <laughs> mm. At least the kids weren't with him. Yeah. Yeah, That's, sitting in the back. Yeah. I can't find any policy positions on this guy. I don't know. I was a small town council or city council. He ain't got no, he ain't got no positions now. He's got nothing. Stay out of jail. <laughs> whatever uh, y'all he's going to jail, he'll have a position. His position is whatever y'all want. <laughs> just, just please <laughs> just leave me alone. I'm sorry. I need this. <laughs> I'm pro-gun or anti-gun or whatever the person mad at me asking for right now. I'll just let's not talk about crack. <laughs> Whatever it takes. I just I need this paycheck, guys. I need this job. My law practice is about to get shut down. Right. He's gonna be he's gonna be sitting in that parking space just in the space next time. He's so stressed out. You know what he could really go for right now? Some crack. Some, Some crack. crack. <laughs> <laughs> getaway. That's the saddest part about all this. Oh, uh, you know what? They showed up and they, be like, and they tapped him and she'd be like, want to get away? <laughs> <laughs> You're not yourself when you haven't had your crack. <laughs> You know, it's just, it's crazy. It's I could really use a, just a little hit of crack right now. He's on the hands and knees, like pulling <laughs> up all his carpets in his car and shit. Shaking it out. Hey, kids, y'all see, see my, it? y'all see my crack? Y'all see any rocks? Y'all see any crack around here? Hey, nobody move. Just sit where you are. I gotta like, look at the crack. <laughs> Check on if they shoes and shit. He's got a little crack light. He's <laughs> like, he's shining that shit around. Uh, poor, oh, they've demanded poor. his resignation. As was, I don't know if he. Of course. And his yeah. law license was suspended. Well, that's that's the big thing. Those people don't give a fuck. Yeah, like, yeah. hey man, hey, but I have a. Mm-hmm, oh, okay. he did resign. He resigned on Thursday. Oh, he did. Oh, yeah. So he he resigned on Thursday. Wife is gone, law and he license. lost his law license. Yeah, yeah. lost his law license. Probably all in all in the same day. Yeah. yeah. Right. So you had a bad day. <laughs> so you know what he's doing right now? What? Smoking some crack. Smoking some crack. Because <laughs> now there are no consequences. <laughs> this, is, this is like what a else Mentos. take from me? It's like a Mentos commercial where it doesn't work out in the end. <laughs> the, the outtakes. <laughs> Poor guy. So you parked in the lot, just hit a new low. Smoking some crack with your rocks to go. You had a bad day. <laughs> <laughs> He's busking. Um, He's singing that song. 
with a little hat out waiting for people to I'm throw be change. honest I'm gonna be honest I should feel bad for the dude <laughs> I, the thing for me is and this is this is fucked up because it's feel not bad I still think the shit I do feel bad, bad for him. I do feel bad for him. but <laughs> bad the thing that's fucked up is I don't have a lot of sympathy for the white crackhead yeah okay I can see <laughs> like that. and like I think I think like the black I think because black people those on crack had no got no sympathy for so long that it's like yeah I'm out of like I, I'm out of. I'm a monster um, yeah. now. I'm a monster. <laughs> <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> like when the opioid crisis hit, I was like, "Oh, how y'all like it? <laughs> oh, now you want some rehabilitation programs? Oh, you don't want to throw in jail, huh? So yeah, white Republican crack crackhead. Oh boy, sympathy reserves <laughs> running a little low. <laughs> oh, it's just a you know, it's just a 13 years clean, man. You know, <laughs> got to get some credit for that, right? You know, thirteen years clean, nothing. Oh man, <laughs> hate to hate to hate to be that way, but it's true. I'm not even on front. This Next shit, time I'm you need a bill passed, like call a crackhead. Yeah, <laughs> I'll get it done. <laughs> you want your enemy to go up and smoke? Call me. Call a crackhead. <laughs> I'm just a Sacramento Kings fan. Okay, I like the bean. I just misunderstood what was I'm just that intense. That should be his next campaign commercial is it, the end of that Senator Kennedy commercial where he's like, you want to stop crime? Call a crackhead. And he just walks in like, hi, I'm Matthew yeah. Riley. And, and I'm surprised he didn't blame his wife walked in there. The bitch set me up. <laughs> God, God damn it. Bitch set me up. Son of a bitch. Yes. Call a crackhead. Like it's call a crackhead. He, couldn't even, he <laughs> couldn't even do that. He was just. That UPS driver set me up. Goddamn should have snitch set me up. It's called a crackhead, but then the next scene is him answering the phone. <laughs> right. Call a crackhead. Call Hello? Crack. Hello? I'm Matthew Riley for city council. <laughs> Can I count on you to vote for me? All right, if you're not going to vote for me, can you give me some crack? He can still be a Republican, but he uses his own video as his anti-crime. <laughs> I'm tired of your and This is why we need to make sure we fund these police. <laughs> Are you tired of seeing crackheads falling asleep in the middle of the goddamn day? I, I'm sick of it myself. <laughs> it's because of these woke politics, because of these woke divorce lawyers that we see all this crime in our that's, city. That's funny, Kirby. Yep, that's me. Record scratch. Vote for a councilman that knows where they're actually selling the crack. <laughs> because <laughs> if you want to get cracked off the streets, I know which streets to get it off of. <laughs> it's I where I, the drug dealers. It's where I got the crack. <laughs> to all you drug dealers out there, I want all the smoke. Yeah. <laughs> 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 so if you want to bring it to me, you want what you want to do? You want to eat yeah, me? You, I mean, literally, <laughs> I literally want all the smoke. You gotta... I'm literally getting crack off the streets, everybody. Yeah, what you want to do? A you bag at a time. <laughs> <laughs> a little tiny bag of fentanyl at a time. Bring it to the UPS store out back. <laughs> Meet me in that parking lot over there. When the you got caught at shh. <laughs> Matthew Riley, you might know me as that crackhead on TV. <laughs> I'm also a councilman. <laughs> I mean, I've played a crackhead on TV because I am, but I'm also. <laughs> <laughs> well, my first policy is going to be to crack down on these cops cracking down on crack. <laughs> Enough. <laughs> 
for it, man. Hey guys, I do, at least I do feel bad. For at least I'm fiscally responsible, right? Let's focus on the good yeah. things. I'm yeah, he, he did. that shit was calling him so bad he couldn't wait till he got home. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, he, like, he, he, like, you know, bro, you are an addict, dude, my dude. You know, like <laughs> when you go through the drive-through and they put the fries on top. Yeah, you gotta yeah, eat some. Eating the fries when you while yeah, you're driving. You can't, you can't wait till you get home. The fries are almost gone by the time you get divorce, home. Divorce crack is just such a sad type of crack. That's what I'm saying. I feel bad for the two dog. Crack, crack for your divorce. I mean, I don't feel too bad for him. Was a smart thing. Sound like <laughs> I can't feel too bad for him. You shouldn't have been a Republican. That's the, he well, lost. Yeah, me. that's true. Yeah, don't 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 Van Lathan this man, okay? No, 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 no. <laughs> he got a, he got he ain't giving us so much sympathy. <laughs> that's the, that's got to be the saddest type of crack, motherfucking <laughs> divorce in your car on the way home, crack. <laughs> listen to some sad, listen to the sad ass music. Just yeah. <laughs> oh, here, I just hit a new low. <laughs> Put on his special crack pants for this. He's got like an outfit that he always wears when he smokes crack. I just and I picked, he didn't even get to change it to his crack smoking clothes. Then was his good clothes. Right, those are his work clothes. He got to yeah, get yeah, some clothes. Yeah, he was clean. coming right from work. He Let's coming, hope he's coming right from, from work, work and not yeah. going to work. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. you know, he when he get home, his clothes gonna smell like crack. Imagine when he was at his work about an hour before he got off and he was like, boy, I can't wait to get off. I got that crack in the car. And then when I, and then when I get home, I'm going to take these clothes off. I'm going to sit down on the couch. The kids are at my wife's house, yeah. man. I'm going to just, my ex-wife, I'm just going to sit down and smoke this crack and enjoy myself. And then he got to the car and he was like, you know what? I can't wait. Yep. You know what? Big let me just pull me. off. Let me just pull off over here and give me a little bit of something. Big day for old Matthew Riley. The body cam here says it was eleven twenty-eight. He took a crack lunch. That's lunch break. Yeah, that's a lunch break. Yeah. break. He was gonna break. come back to work smelling like crack. That's a lunch break. That means something something stressful happened on the job, and he was like, you know what? <laughs> We think about having, you know, we think about having some layoffs. He's like, oh, I need to. I'll be right back. Is anyone else hungry? That's no? good. He got the phone call from his wife saying she wants a divorce right before lunch. So also, also <laughs> they call up his crack dealer a, who still works there. Also, it's eleven thirty, right? Which means he took an early lunch. Oh, he had to get out of the yeah. office. Yeah, <laughs> he like left at eleven that to get is, that, that crack dog. Lunch. Like if he got caught at eleven thirty, he left the he left the office at ten forty five. Now yeah. everybody knows if you if you leave for lunch too late, the line gets too long, mm-hmm. and you're you're spending half your time in line trying. To, he's the crack line might be the same thing. He got to get might early be. to the crack line. Might be, you know, he's the reason why lunch starts at ten thirty everywhere. Can you DoorDash crack? You know, <laughs> crack dash. Instacrack. Yeah. I mean, maybe. <laughs> Instacrack. <laughs> like that. Pipe hub or something. I don't. I just feel like it's got to be some way for you to order the crack. Uber smokes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I just feel like this man had a day, bro. At 11 a.m., he was ready to do some crack. Oh, that was yeah. He had a he had a rough a rough day. May 15th is when this body camera, the, the, the date mm-hmm. on the body camera, that was Monday. By mm-hmm. Thursday, he had resigned <laughs> and lost his law license. I hate Mondays too, bro. <laughs> he was like, ah! yeah, that, maybe that, that should have been his excuse. Like, officer, it's Monday, man. Right? right? Seriously? I wonder if he, came, if he would have made it back to the office that afternoon. Would he be upbeat as fuck? 
<laughs> hey man, we need to get these reports done. You know what I'm saying? Hey, what the conference mean? What the conference mean? Y'all ready to do conference call? Jeez. Man, I am feeling good. Let's do some lawmaking. <laughs> hey, you working hard? You hardly work. <laughs> like, what is wrong with this motherfucker? <laughs> He's like going a thousand miles an hour. He keeps going back out to his car for some reason. <laughs> He's sweating at his desk and shit. <laughs> Man, you don't sweat it through your shirt, man. You good? Oh, I'm real good. Man, I'm just ready to get in and get this work done. Yeah, I love this stuff. I love this stuff. <laughs> Might stay late. Give me some documents to sign. Come on. <laughs> Y'all try to pass some laws? <laughs> All down, Congress. I know. But like, we can take a vote on it right now. We're not taking the vote. Uh, uh, we have people out of town. What are we talking about here, sir? He keeps, hey, what time is it? One fifteen. feels like it's later. Man. Yeah. Oh, I gotta go to my car real quick. I gotta go to my car real quick. I gotta, <laughs> I gotta go. I gotta go out to my car real quick. This day every hour, every hour you look over, he'd be extra extra tired. I'm gonna go to my car real quick though. <laughs> every time he comes back from his car, it's got fewer parts on it. <laughs> He's strip stripping his own car to sell for crack. You want a Red Bull, man? Get that weak shit out of my face. Man, I just got back from my car and another tire is gone. Every I time I go a, out there, I lose a tire. It's weird. I wish a Red Bull would make me feel something. Get that shit. <laughs> <laughs> you, still, you, still, you fucking with this shit? You're like, you're come Red on, Bull, baby. We got to pass this legislation. <laughs> <laughs> I tell like, you what. You vote like, yes, I'll suck your dick. He, he, his management style is like Poogie when he was doing the jumping jacks. <laughs> <laughs> Get them titties swinging. For some reason in the conference room ain't nobody got a shirt on. Hey guys, let's, let's, I, I was at lunch. I had a great idea. Let's go. Let's ban a bunch of books, guys. Come on, let's do it. Let's let's ban books. Come on, yeah. fucking critical race theory, man. Everybody in his office got to work in their underwear. Yeah. <laughs> I need these titties out while we working. Ain't nobody taking nothing out of this office. Taking what? What? I heard I heard a trans girl want a bicycle race. I'm so upset right now. I just gotta go to a car real quick. Yeah, let's make that shit illegal. You get on that. I'm gonna be right back. Yeah, I got I'm gonna leave. I'm gonna lunch. I know it's uh 985, 945 in the morning. Uh I'm gonna go to lunch real quick. Anybody want anything? There's still some breakfast in most places, sir. Hey, did you did you know that there are men out there sucking other men's dicks not for drugs? We gotta make that shit illegal. Disgusting. All right, Sean. Let's bring this one home <laughs> on cracking McCrack. <laughs> cracking McCrack council person here. Oh, uh, well, we can't bring it home yet. I gotta go to my car real quick. <laughs> go out to your car real quick. Well, uh, your ass might go out there and go to sleep. <laughs> So y'all come on back on Monday. We'll be here for y'all. I want to thank you guys for coming in with us as always. Uh, avoid sleeping in your car. Uh, go to a rest stop. Just don't go to a, listen. Yeah, get, <laughs> go to like a secluded, under a canopy, something where no one can see you. you gotta, something. Yeah. Out there looking like you did in a parking lot. That's not a good, that's not a good look. I'm going to be honest with y'all. I don't have any crack advice. Oh, okay. I don't even know what to oh, tell well, you. Well, TPS has got the best crack <laughs> advice. We're gonna end this. We're gonna end this whole thing with TPS's advice. Or don't smoke crack. There you go. <laughs> well, I, I believe I believe I heard a great a great woman once say that crack is whack. So yeah, she did say that. It she is whack. Did say that crack is whack. Crack, <laughs> crack is, is whack. whack. I hope Y'all, they get. I hope they get uh, a councilman. Uh, 
Joe from from the principal from Lean on Me. Yeah. Take him up on a little 10 foot roof. Yeah, that's, that's my jump. Jump. Why don't you jump then? So I can just break an ankle? <laughs> <laughs> then you get Percocet. <laughs> oh, smart. That's smart, Joe. You know what drugs kid it kills the brain cells. It kills the brain cells. He goes out to the car, gets inside, and Joe Clark is sitting in the passenger seat, like, oh, well, well, well. <laughs> Get up, go into the roof. Fuck. You smoke right, crack, now, don't you? <laughs> now sing the crack song. <laughs> Just... Very sad. <laughs> One more job, Mr. Jones. Say my name, say my name. <laughs> all right listen y'all come on back we'll be here for y'all <laughs> thank you Karen, for coming in with us you know we missed you on the last couple of weeks uh we'll be talking with y'all soon we're gonna go oh, out the way. shout out uh, in the chat carrie the, the screen name we didn't we didn't uh, acknowledge carrie's screen name trouble t problems esquire yes yeah esquire, <laughs> esquire. Oh, esquire. He, he made it that all all twitter too. Uh -oh. Yeah, I like it. Oh, that's so <laughs> funny. Oh, <laughs> Trouble T problems, Esquire. 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 Yeah. We see yeah. anybody with that name. Don't we... forget he's a lawyer. Don't forget he's a lawyer. Yes, he's a lawyer. And he's bad news. <laughs> <laughs> he earned that Esquire. <laughs> Esquire. He wants you to know. Esquire. Ain't no crack over here. It's Esquire. <laughs> <laughs> Do we cheat him in <laughs> Thank you, Tanya. <laughs> we'll see y'all. Listen, y'all be safe. I'm Randolph Terrence. I'm Andy Klein. I'm Karen Morrow. I'm Rob Morrow. I'm Brother Mark. Esquire. <laughs> we have three guys <laughs> on. <laughs> and we are out. <laughs>